friends and family, and welcome back to We're Just Talking. My name is Julian Spivak, and I'm here with my wife, Carly Spivak. Hey, guys. Still quarantined. It's a Saturday morning. I am drinking a... or It's not a Saturday morning. I'm lying. It's a Saturday afternoon. Um, I'm drinking a very avocado-forward smoothie, um, and we just got done replenishing our alcohol for the weekend, wine and beer and all that good stuff. Yeah, I think um, I think we definitely have increased our alcohol consumption. That's probably us and the rest of the world right now. Yeah, and you um, know what? That's it's just a coping mechanism, and that's fine, especially under these circumstances. I think. Plus, it's something to look forward to as well. Yeah. Kind of take some of the uh, some of the edge off of what's been going on lately. Um, but for example, today, uh, Carl and I went out. We got some delicious coffee. Yeah, drove um, drove an absurd distance for coffee just because I saw it on Instagram, and I was like, oh, that looks cool and delicious. Let's try that. And then I was like, oh, it's far away. And then I was like, what else am I doing today? Absolutely nothing else. Absolutely nothing else. So I was like, I justified the trip to go get this coffee. That's what we did. And then once we got the coffee, coffee, I asked uh, Carly, I said, so what now? She goes, oh, just go home. And I'm like, <laughs> go home. <laughs> just go home just and like... continue to pass away as this quarantine continues. So, and then she reminded me, oh, you know, we have to get more wine. So yeah. I was like, excellent, excellent. Yeah, we've been going through wine um, like it's water. Um, I have a mental block about buying more than like four or five bottles at a time. And I don't know if that's associated with the fact that my bar cart can only handle so much or so many bottles. Um, or I just don't want to accept the fact that we are approaching alcoholism at this point. But every time we go, we get like three or, or like anywhere between three and six bottles, I would say. Well, I think it's because, I mean, realistically, one bottle of wine puts four glasses of wine. Yeah. And we can crush four glasses of wine between the two of us pretty quick and pretty fast so yeah there isn't a time basically when we open up a bottle of wine don't finish the whole bottle yeah i also i also anytime we have like um a zoom anything um like my brain is wired in a way that i have to have some sort of alcoholic beverage while i'm on these zoom calls um that is as long as it's not a work zoom call but if it's like you know family fun we've been doing a lot of family fun night we've been doing um like friends happy hours work happy hours things like that and i'm just i i have to have it's like a it's become like a pavlovian thing where like oh zoom call glass of wine like without even thinking about it <laughs> yeah no no i i uh, i i agree we're we're definitely strong wine people um we do have this uh tequila and uh, a good pretty good bourbon whiskey that we have as well with us yeah try um, to keep those to a, to a minimum because that can get out of hand easily yeah, no, yeah, we we try to at least make that last for as long as we can, and we're not big uh, beer drinkers, but we but we are now but, now that we're in quarantine because why not, right? <laughs> um, and we're not like uh, so I we tend not to drink beer, especially if we're out and we're having a good time, or we're going out, or um, drinking on the beach, or in our bathing suit again. Uh, mentioning that's one of our favorite things to do in the entire world. I sound um, it's a, I feel like I sound like such an asshole when I say that, but what I what I mean is I like being in bodies of water. Yes drinking in your bathing suit yeah yeah so you're in your bathing suit by default but yeah, yeah summertime summertime uh swim drinking favorite. summertime swim drinking summertime swim drinking float drinking absolutely one of our favorite pastimes absolutely um all right, well to mention that i guess um when we went on so carly and i um we did not have joint bachelor bachelorette parties that's what we did not do i know some people do do that we did both go to vegas but we went on some people do that and i'm judging you i'm sorry yeah i'm um, sorry i'm judging you kind of like i know it's fun and all but now what's the point right right you know? this is supposed to be like you're uh, you're supposed to be a part agreed yeah um, i don't know but I know, like, when we went, you went one weekend, I went the next weekend, um, and we both went to pool parties in Vegas, which are 
absolutely outstanding. They're a little expensive, but they're absolutely there are tons of fun. Well, where did you go for your day party? Um, we went to rehab. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, rehab? yeah, at the Hard Rock. Who um, rehab. and who who was the DJ? Who uh, I don't remember. It wasn't it wasn't like a big name. Um, but at night we went to see Zed at Hakkasan. So that that was like the make. We're, we're like big, Julie and I are really big into like DJs and stuff like that. So we um and Vegas is like a lot of them are residents at each of the clubs. So it's really easy to go see like good DJs in uh in Vegas. So we try to make that point when we go. EDM is like the sound of Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? Um, but to that point, we are starting um a series of episodes about our travel. Um they're gonna be kind of listed as a travel blog um series and it's gonna go over each one of our trips that we've been on um or that we go on hopefully while we're doing this podcast. Hopefully we'll have more content to add to that um but today's is going to be about aruba and we will get to that and like julian was saying before we plan on doing a bunch of different um travel blogs vegas probably will be one of them um we have a bunch of other trips that we've been on that we kind of want to share with everybody um whether it be just to kind of hear how our trip was or you know to take tips from us in, t- in terms of traveling to these places or or in general there's going to be general um travel tips uh embedded in all these episodes um but we figured we'd start with Aruba because we had just come back from Aruba in the beginning of March and were immediately quarantined. Well, I was immediately quarantined because I got an email from my firm that said um, that out of a, at the time, out of an abundance of caution, um, they wanted me to self-quarantine for two weeks. And at the time I was like, what? Why would I do that? I don't, you know, I went to Aruba. I didn't go to Wuhan. But um, now I understand. Uh, and now I get it. And I'm happy that I did it. Um, but that means that I've been home since uh what was it You've march been home since march it was like march 9th right i think we left the aruba on like march yeah march something like that yeah, yeah something yeah. like that okay um but yeah our quarantine got extended um yeah so enough about that um we are here to talk about aruba um aruba is an island nation out in the caribbean it's amazing i have never been there until i had never been there until we went um at the beginning of march um and the planning of this trip kind of was around all of us and our, well, me and my friends turning um, 30 this year, uh, this past year and, and this year. Um, I was the first one to turn 30, I think, out of my friends um, in 2019. Um, most of my other friends are turning 30 in 2020. But um, we kind of collectively wanted to celebrate our 30th birthday in a big way. So we kind of we're planning kind of talk started talking about planning a trip when was that i don't even know the um, fall the next trip that we were talking about planning or this this one aruba th- for aruba it was in the fall right yeah it was in the fall fall and, late summer fall and it was supposed to be kind of like a, a friends get together and go somewhere and uh, celebrate birthdays yeah and we had a couple places that were were, were potential uh destinations yeah julian and i tend to <laughs> i mean we tend to pick places that are just like you know i'm like oh i'll does anybody want to go and hang out in a tent in Vietnam? Like we could do that. <laughs> and everybody's like, uh, maybe that's enough of your suggestions. <laughs> but, um, but in all seriousness, um, we threw out so many different options, um, trying to get a group of people to a agree on a place to go to B a time during which to go, mm-hmm. um, and C kind of come to an agreement on accommodations, what they want out of the trip, things like that is so difficult, but, Thankfully, we have an amazing group of friends, and this trip was like flawless. There was no drama. It was oh, it was absolutely yeah. It was 
it was beautiful. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. And it, it happened like we got out just in time. Yeah. Before this, like we got out and were able to get back in. Right. Right before this quarantine. So, I mean, we were able to let loose and right. party yeah. and relax like right before this hit us. Which, yeah. And it was in a, it was during a time I know I for one am like I get hyped for like the holidays and then at which I'm sure we'll talk about in a podcast at mm-hmm. some point because I have a sick obsession with like Christmas but you you do you do yeah. yeah but after Christmas I slip into like a seasonal depression from like January through early April I would say it's just like the doldrums of the winter and there's nothing exciting about it um I mean here and there there's like what Valentine's Day St. Patrick but like those are whatever um yeah so we were like really happy to have scheduled this trip when we did um we decided on the first week in March I think because it just worked out the best for everybody my one friend who came on the trip with us she's a nurse um so we kind of had and her schedule is kind of set in stone from months ago so we had to kind of focus on when she was able to um work it with her schedule and then the rest of us kind of felt into line I think it was more of just a question of how many vacation days each one of us had right yeah yeah but I'm, that that's true. We, yeah. Um. But we had you know many different you know options. We were we were talking about going to Vegas. Of course, you know Carly and I yeah. love Vegas, so we yeah. were like, let's go to Vegas. But, um, but at the same time, we just went. Like we didn't. Yeah. We went not that long ago for our bachelor and bachelorette parties. Um. So and, and the girls that my friends that were coming with us on this trip had gone too. So that would have been a little bit repetitive for them too. Although we would have had so much fun in Vegas too. Oh, of course. But, but I'm really happy with choosing Aruba. I mean. Yeah, no, this was definitely like Aruba. If you guys haven't been to Aruba and you haven't thought about it, definitely put it on your list of destinations to go to because it is worth it. The hype is so real. It is. People are, we learned when, once we finalized our choice of Aruba, we we learned that people are disciples of that place. Yeah. Like they, people, there are people that go there every year, no fail. Like own time because, shares. And now I understand why. Because yeah. it's great. I mean, it's, it's great. Not, um, not a long flight at all. From the yeah. East Coast, at least. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a little... I mean, for us, it's not a long flight because Julian and I have been on, like, absurdly long flight. Like, <laughs> 24... Yeah. 20-plus hours on a plane. The, but The flight to Thailand was... Yeah, it was, was brutal. But... um, And you'll hear about <laughs> that, that on another, another podcast. But this one, um, definitely manageable. Um, I think it was less time than it would take to get to Vegas, right? It, yeah, I think it was... Or it was kind of, like, around the same time frame that it would take to Vegas. Yeah. Where it was, like, five, five, five and a half hours, hours something like even. that. Not even. Yeah, I think it was, like, 4.45. Yeah, I know one way was flights. yeah I know one way was longer like going there might have been longer than coming back by like 15 20 minutes something like that maybe yeah I don't know but um there's only also only one I think it was one time zone difference one hour no, I th- was it I don't it was because was we came we flew okay. into the time change which was wild yeah oh that's right we yeah flew into daylight savings yes right? we flew into spring ahead so spring ahead, yeah. so we were ahead in Aruba there one hour ahead of us and then when we flew back we were still in that time because we had sprung ahead from when we left. Yep. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, that was unintentional. It just kind of happened that way. Um, but yeah, so I think a good tip for planning something like this with a big group of friends is seeing who has the most stringent schedule. Like who has like, you know, like a nurse. She Like like our friend who's a nurse. She plans her schedule months in advance. So like to switch things around is more difficult for her than for anybody else. So we, you know, we kind of started with her and said, okay, what dates do you have available? And then from there, we narrowed it down, narrowed it down, narrowed it down. And we ended up in March, first week of March, which is a perfect time to go away. Um, it's still cold here in New Jersey. So we were looking for a beach destination somewhere warm. And Aruba definitely delivered. It was so beautiful every day. 
Yeah, then there's so much there's so much you can do there too. We stayed at where we stay at? We stayed at the, the Ryu Palace Ryu Ryu Palace, right? Ryu Palace Aruba? I believe so. Is that the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there was a sister property. Yep. But ours was Ryu Palace Aruba. Yeah, and it was absolutely amazing. I mean, first of all, like on the resort itself, there's so much to do. Um, in the middle of the place we stayed, there's a huge pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, there's, of course, a bar right in the middle of the pool, which was fantastic because you can swim up to it. Um, so All-inclusive. We, All-inclusive. We were able to do our favorite thing, and that is what, Carly? Drink in bodies of water. Drink in bo- bathing suits slash bodies of water. <laughs> bathing suits. But it, there has to be a body of water because if you're drinking just in your bathing suits, well, no, Weird. obviously, I think it's implied if you're in your bathing suit, right? I, yeah, I guess. I well, guess. for most, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so we chose we chose the all-inclusive, which Julian and I are kind of, it, it depends where you're going for all-inclusive. Um, I, I know there's a tons, tons of all-inclusive in the, in the Caribbean and in Mexico, but specifically in Aruba, I know that if you're not doing all-inclusive, I know that it tends to be very expensive there. Um, we were told by one of the hundreds of people that we talked to, um, that routinely go to Aruba that, you know, if you, if you're paying by the beer, by the meal, by the, you know, oh, it yeah. ends up being so expensive. So, so expensive. it made sense to do the all inclusive here. Yep. Plus they give you like a wristband to wear while you're there. So they know that you're part of the all inclusive and, mm-hmm. um, no, I definitely think it's worth it. Uh, plus, you know, there was literally the, like, right at, we were on the beach as well. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, you know, white sand, yep. clear crystal, clear water. Um, there was so much to do too, like around that general area. Um, but also like the uh, the resort itself had like a, had a couple nightclubs, had some bars, had restaurants on it as well. Yeah. Um, but of course we're not the ones who go somewhere and stay in the resort. We tend to go off resort. Yeah. And, uh, right, and that, yeah. Yeah, and then right near where where we stayed, I mean, there was again a whole strip of um, you know, restaurants and bars and certain clubs but there was also you know stores and shopping and things like we would walk along the beach and like you just keep walking and walking and walking and there's resort after resort after resort you know nothing was too crowded um none of the beaches were too crowded or anything like that everything was equally as beautiful so it was easy to just take a really long walk so that's kind of the exercise that we did yeah plus um i mean we did a lot of activities too mm-hmm. on top of the walking and, and going around we, we did uh, we, we did atvs mm-hmm. we always tend to do atvs everywhere we go yeah um off-roading things like that which was awesome um and again so you know we it's good to stay active when you're on vacation definitely you know relax in the pool relax at the beach um you know but but it's good to stay active it makes you feel better but also you kind of keep it moving you keep going and Mm -hmm. um yeah we and just to step back for a second we used a travel agent for this trip um i know the use of travel agents is kind of um you know, people, there's kind of a polarization of how people feel about it. Um, for me, I think a trip like this where you're doing an all-inclusive or you're just, um, you know, booking a hotel, things like that, um, I think it's helpful to use a travel agent so that, especially our tra- travel agent in, in particular, he had been to Aruba like a lot, like many times. Um, so he knew a lot about it. He knew um, which hotel he thought we would like better, um, things of that nature. And I think he was able to get us a deal through being, by being a travel agent. Um, Obviously, they they pick up a commission um, from making the sales on certain hotels and things like that. That's how they make their money. But um, in this particular scenario, I thought it was really helpful to use a travel agent. He was able to book us um, our flights, our stay at the uh, at the all inclusive and things like that. That being said, there are other trips and we'll talk about this on some of the other trips that we went on that we did not use a travel agent for. Um, but sometimes they're, they're they come in really clutch for trips like this. Um, 
the flight, like we said, wasn't too long. Um, I don't think it was too expensive either, if I remember correctly. I don't even remember how much it was, but it was. No, no it wasn't it, too it, too bad. It was all reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the amount of time that we stayed, how many days were we there? Uh, I think four days. Right, we got we got there on a Wednesday, so we stayed. So we got there like early afternoon on a Wednesday. Yeah, and we were there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we left Sunday. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we left Sunday. Yeah. Julian and so I like to, yeah, Julian and I like to take a day or, okay, so either take a day when we get back, like an additional day off from work, or make sure that our flight is early. If we're getting in at like 9 a.m. on a Sunday, then yeah, we don't need Monday off too. But if we're getting in, we got in late on Sunday. Yeah, it's definitely, so, definitely worth, I think, taking that, uh, that extra day. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and if, and if you're able to work from home, uh, for example. Uh, why obviously everyone now is just about yeah. but like if you if outside of the quarantine if you're able to work from home i definitely recommend like if you're gonna fly in come off vacation maybe take that monday or whatever yeah uh maybe take that just a, kind of a day to ease back into it to get caught up and dig yourself out of emails things like that yeah uh, it's definitely just helps you get back in the swing of things instead of literally getting off a plane um you know and going to work and then going right to work yeah. the next going morning to sleep, going to work yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which we've done that as well. Yeah, we've done that and learned the hard way. But we—that's something we definitely recommend. Even on a short trip like this, you might want to use an extra day, um, just to recover. To recover, yeah. Um, but did you think I felt like the time that we were there was a perfect amount of time? Yeah, no, it was perfect. I'm, I mean, the last day yeah, we were leaving, stay, we all yeah. were like, oh, I don't want to really leave. Yeah. And we were like, oh, could we stay in quarantine here? Like the virus started to get bad, so we were like, and we were seeing like reports about flights and stuff like that, and like trips. After ours were getting canceled and, you know, we were kind of up and not up in the air. Our flight was scheduled and it was ready to go on time. But um, we were I, I feel like maybe the next day there were the flights were going to be canceled and things like that. It was it was really like weird time. Um, and we were like, oh, do we just all stay here until the court? Could you imagine we were still in Aruba right now? Yeah. Freaking <laughs> lockdown in Aruba. Is, is it, trust me, there's way worse places to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely like... Uh, it was like it was literally like if you envision paradise, yes. whatever, um, with you know, again, crystal clear water, white beaches, yeah. and just like relaxation. That was literally it. I'm sure there's tons of other islands and places, you know, that are similar to that, right? Um, but this is the one that we went to. Oh yeah, super clean, super safe, super clean, super safe. Also, we also noticed that there are a ton of people from New Jersey there. Yeah, there's about everyone down there in Aruba was just about from New Jersey in our resort. Yeah. 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 Literally people who live in the same town. So we're like, oh, okay. So this is like, you know, New yeah. Jersey number two almost. Um, but, yeah. there, but there were people from all over as well, you know. Yeah. South America, other states. Prob- sure. Probably more East Coast than, than West Coast just because Aruba it's is. It's close. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I think, I think um, when you're trying to figure out how long to stay somewhere, like Aruba is one of those where you can, you can go for four or five days and be fine and not be like, oh, I'm traveling for two of those days. Like the flight isn't so long that it's gonna cause you any kind of like inconvenience in terms of shaving time off of your vacation. The the flight's like flying from one coast to the next coast, coast Mm -hmm. to coast flight. That's basically how you look at it. Yeah, I mean it's certainly not a weekend trip, but it's definitely one you can do in under a week for sure. Yeah, like maybe like if like a four day trip, you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So we so our all inclusive at the Ryu Palace, Aruba has a sister property next to it called the Ryu Palace. Antias, I think it's called. Um, and with our reservation, we were able to go over to that pool and that hotel and utilize all of their services over there, which was really cool because we went over there what the second to last day. 
Yeah. And um, we went in their pool and it was all, it was also all adult, adult only. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't too many kids in yeah, the other no, pool it anyway. Wasn't, yeah. And, and, and actually the kids that were there, like they, they were, were well behaved. They were well behaved yeah. and, and they were like, they weren't around like where everyone was drinking. Yeah. You know? No, they, they were, were kind of like playing and just like in the pool. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it even that even wasn't bad. It wasn't noticeable. Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> not that like, <laughs> this is terrible. We're making it seem like kids are like, are going to ruin our vacation, <laughs> which okay and i keep telling myself this one day we're going to be those people that have the kids there you know so it's like we're trying to be more tolerant of that yeah but, but i think our kids will with, be oh yes but like know. when we're with like this stage in our life we're with our friends we're ready to get ripped we're ready to have fun we're ready to party so it's like the less kids the better but um but yeah we went over to the rio palace antias and that one was more uh what would you say it was like more like miami-ish right kind of yeah like had, everything was like nice, white like, and yeah very it. sleek um but I mean, comparable in terms of service. I mean, it was really, you know, everything was pretty consistent across those two resorts. Yeah, uh, I would say so. The food and everything, the drinks. Um, the one thing I did like about the NTS is they have like an underground like shopping mall thing. Yeah, that was nice. Um, so we were able to go in there and get some souvenirs and stuff for our parents um, and stuff to bring back home from Aruba. Um, so that was good. We had access to both of those and both of those beaches and everything. Um, and then our activities. So we, I, th- I feel like we planned the activities perfectly too. We went, we arrived on Wednesday, obviously didn't do anything Wednesday. I don't think we did anything Thursday either. We just kind of relaxed by the pool, hung out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no- nothing that was, t- I think what Friday is when we did the ATVs, right? I think it was Friday. We did did, the we, ATVs do, did we do the, do, but did we do the, um, the drinking tour? Oh, the cuckoo canoe. Yeah. Tour. <laughs> when was that? <laughs> um, that may have been Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday night. And then Friday morning we got up feeling great. And yes. did ATVs in yeah. nine degree heat. Um, yeah. So there, all the recommendations that we got from people was like so overwhelming. There were so many things people were recommending, restaurants, all this other stuff. So we just kind of like weeded through everything. And these are the ones that we picked. We picked the Cuckoo Canoe um, party bus, which is literally like a hollowed out school bus. It's so much with fun. With no windows. It's so much fun. And it's like benches and you sit on them and it, it just, it's so loud. And all the time I'm yeah. thinking, I'm like, it's driving through these neighborhoods and there's like people like blasting, blasting music. I mean, and I'm like, oh God, I wonder if the proper val- property value over here just like plummets because like they're on the cuckoo canoe route. And it's just like, it's going to be so loud outside all night long for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, I feel like it was part. It's part of their economy, so they're almost yeah. like used to it. But I mean, literally, this bus that you're in, this party bus you're in, is yeah. really like buzzing around yep. Aruba, loud as hell. Yeah. And, you're, and you know, the cool thing is too, you have a tour guide, right? And who then, hasn't stopped drinking? I don't think in, ever since the seventies. <laughs> since yeah. the seventies, she was like, "I'm like, wow, you are made of like Jägermeister and cigarettes." Oh yeah, um, that's what you want in a tour guide, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was awesome because you go to all these local bars and you could tell like, you know, the local bars there, like, you know, they're, they're waiting for the, for the Cuckoo Canuku to come in. Yeah. Because... But there's so many people on our bus. There were so many people on our bus and the other Cuckoo Canuku that we just kind of made our own party when we got there. Oh yeah. No, it was an awesome time. Yeah. You um, got to see like very local bars, like dive bars. Yeah. Yeah. Which was cool. They were, um, no, they were pretty cool. So yeah, that, that's, so, you know, the bus again takes you all, I think went to like five different bars or something yeah. like that. And they were all different and like really cool. I don't know. They were all one had like an open um like no roof. So there was we were just like dancing like yep. under under the star. It was cool. It was really cool. No, it was it was an awesome time. The first bar, we were kinda like, what? 
Yeah, because we were the only people there. <laughs> but was, then the other bus showed up, and it was, yes. it was fine. Yeah. Other buses started to show up, and then it was um, it was a lot. And then everyone actually started to loosen up a little bit. Because, you know, yeah. at first, like, no one was really drunk yet. Right. So everyone was like, I don't know this person, I don't know that person. So people were, like, trying to be as outgoing as possible. Um, you know, they were trying to get me to, like, dance, like, on a stage. Yeah. And I just wasn't on that level yet. I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. I'm not going to make an ass of myself to, you know, sing into the YMCA. Um, but I definitely appreciate everyone else. The other buses as well. Everyone was on that level of, all right, like I know no one's drunk yet, but we got to get it going. Let's be outgoing. Let's be social, which we were. And then before you know it, by the end of the night, everyone was just ripped. Yeah. I know, hugging each other. We're all singing songs on the bus. Yeah. So it, it was, was so much fun. <laughs> I so highly recommend fun. that. If you go to Aruba, that's definitely a must do. Yeah. Um, Cuckoo Kanuku. As long as there's no kids because you can't bring kids. Well, you definitely can't bring kids on that bus. If you bring kids. It's a bar I, crawl. They might need a babysitter for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And can we just pause for one second? Why? The cat. Oh, it's like she knew I was going to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. The cat was in her shark hut. The cat was in her shark hut. And I, I just. And the other cats over there are laying down, licking my, his tail. My heart. With Max in her Hi, shark Max. hut. She just looks Hi, Max. at us. Hello. Hey, Max. Oh. Yeah. She can't. I think She's she nice saw girl. me look at her and she was like, oh, maybe, maybe she'll feed me if I come out of my hut. That's probably but she, she didn't know that I wanted her to stay in there because it's the cutest thing ever. Um, okay, anyway, so the next day, was that the next day? Yeah, fr- Friday morning we went and did the, uh, the off-road and went, uh, in the ATVs. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think they're called UTVs. They're not, okay, so. UTVs. Yeah, so there was an option to use like a quad which is like an ATV. And then there was an option to use a UTV, which has like the cage over the top. And um, so we opted for the UTVs because we could go like couples, like two people in each one. Um, and that was really cool. I mean, we were driving over crazy terrain. How long was that? It was like four hours, yeah, three, like, four hours. It was like four. I think was it something like that. Maybe Three, between three and five hours, I yeah. can't really remember, but it was, it was awesome because we went all around the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we went all around. We saw um, a chapel that's like the only chapel. It was built by the Spanish originally yeah, when yeah. they found, uh, like found the island. Colonies, yeah. yeah. Um, we saw that. We went um, to like the um, historic, what, is it, what was it, like ruins? Yeah, historic ruins, uh, I think by the Dutch. Yeah, the island, which I was believe, like on a cliff overlooking the ocean. I think the island in... Let me know if I'm wrong. I think it was f- originally founded by the Spanish, but then the Dutch ended up like colonizing. I think I think uh, I think Aruba now is Dutch owned. Is a Dutch colony in yeah. the Caribbean. Yeah. And also they speak like five or six different languages. Oh yeah, they're all well. like so smart all and they're them. all like it's a very it's a very mixed culture over there. Like um, Oh, it's great. It's great. Everybody is from all over. There's plenty of people who it's definitely a melting pot for sure, a lot like the United States in the in the sense that there's people that come and never leave um because it's so it's just so laid back there um and the cool thing is too like they speak like english they speak spanish um i think there was maybe some french creole, uh, creole some yeah. some dutch as well because most of the streets from from at least what we saw like the street names were like dutch street names yes mm-hmm. but people were speaking spanish and english and, mm-hmm. and and creole and again and some french i believe maybe some german as well yeah so yeah no um like you're absolutely right like it, it, was, it is almost like a melting pot yeah and, yeah, there um, was, um, they showed us like naturally occurring pools over by the ocean, um, where water kind of, depending on the tides, like flows in and out, um, which was really cool. And then we went, finally, we were at a little beach where people learn how to boogie board, he said, like boogie, boogie boarding and surfing. 
Yeah, and I thought the cool thing also about that was that um, I know what you're gonna say. Go ahead. Yeah, no. Um, what do you you just say it? Then. No, you say it. I want to see if it's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, the fact that like their kids in school yes. have to be certified, like they can't graduate like high school, yes, unless they've been actually certified to swim. Yeah, it's like a certain number of years of swimming. Yeah, they have yeah. to have it. Like and like so smart. So I know we like with our friends too. We got into like a deep conversation, um, <laughs> over like just the fact that. You know, for example, they all know five, six different languages. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to Europe, it, it's it's basically a lot of the same. Everyone knows five, six different languages. Um, you know, you learn that without even trying to learn it. It's yeah. kind of like you just like, you learn it through growing up, you learn it through school, but like you have to learn it. It's a, it's a priority. And then stuff like um, you have to learn that there. Plus, you have to learn how to swim. Like basically like life skills in order to survive in this world, you know, mm-hmm. like real things that you need to be successful in life. And like that's what they focus on, which yeah, is, which is great. Which I thought too. is great, yeah. And they and the our tour guide said that that little beach that we finished off at is like one of the beaches where some of them are tested for their swimming. Yeah, so that was that was just awesome to see it. Yeah, you know, yeah, to be there. Yeah, the tour company was really great too. Um, we booked them through we booked them through like the guys on the beach by our hotel. Um, yeah, no, re- really cool bunch easy, of guys. Yeah, it's easy way to. It, I mean, when you get to like when you go to Aruba, like you, it's an easy way to like book um their tours and stuff like that. You can just do it pretty much anywhere. You can do it at the front desk at the hotel. You can call. You can whatever. And another perk of this island is virtually everywhere except the American dollar. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I don't think we there ever. There was even, no need to convert any money. No need at all. Which like, Julian and I have dealt with in other, on other trips, and it's just an added like. Not stressor because I'm not going to say that it's you know God, you're going to make me use your money like <laughs> I'm fine with that but it's just like one more step that you have to take before you go and you know when you get to the airport things like that um but here they accept the American dollar everywhere so that was really convenient for us and lucky for us um the weather there was I mean what was it eighty every day amazing beautiful absolutely amazing. breezy not too hot um it started the wind really started to pick up on one day but it wasn't anything like noticeable it was warm enough to to counteract it. In terms of temperature. Yeah, there were times when it was really windy. But um, again, yeah. like, I mean, the sun was, was bright every day. It was didn't get below 80. I don't even think at night it got below 80. Yeah. Um, and I'm a heat guy. I love the heat. I hate being cold. So I know mm-hmm. that was awesome. Um, yeah. Just, again, like I know we keep saying it, but absolutely just beautiful. Um, definitely so happy we went on it as well. You know, it was funny, too. There was another night we went out. Uh, we had dinner at, at this Italian restaurant. Yes, that was what I was going to talk about next, the food. Um, but I need to look up the name of that restaurant because I was... Okay. Um, while Carly looks up the name of the restaurant... You, you talk about um, it. It was I'll so just, good. Yeah, I mean, it was just a very... The atmosphere was very, very nice. Um, I can't really explain it, but it definitely had like a... Like a um, almost like Italian slash... Like authentic, like fresh... Yes. Italian. Well, yeah, that, the, Which is so weird. The like, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Right. And the, well, yeah, and the food. Right. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. So the atmosphere was authentic and, and, and fresh. And then the food was it well, was the same thing, too. To be honest with you, um, you know, we live in Jersey. Uh, mm-hmm. We have, you know, Jersey. We have New York here. Um, I think that was that was some of the best pasta yeah. that I've ever had. Yeah. I mean, it's, been, been to Italy as well. And right. I still same. think that's that was yeah. up there. And it's, you know, in Aruba, you wouldn't think Aruba would have. Yes. That, that, that's the point I was going to make. Like people are like, oh, you know, I want seafood and this and that, which also very good idea to have seafood and do all of the um, other restaurant recommendations. But this one just happened to be a short walk across the street. Um, and for a group as big as ours, it was just easier the closer it was to get everybody in like one place. Um, so it was right across the street and it's called Gianni's and it was 
tremendous it was so so good um and it's funny like once we went there and ate there we were talking to i think we were like intermittently using wi-fi to talk to people out obviously on our phones um while we were on the resort and people were like oh that place is amazing so it is like it is one of those restaurants that like you talk to people who've been to aruba and they're like yeah that place is awesome um so that one highly recommend that was the only restaurant we ate outside the resort um but we definitely we for sure ventured outside the resort pretty much every night to go out yeah every day every night too there was um there was like this uh pier bar that was right Mm -hmm. um restaurant good for happy hour great for happy hour with live music um was that what it was called? Bugalo. Bugalo? Yeah. And it was, um, no, it was real cool because it was, again, a bar restaurant, uh, had like an ice cream place within it, mm-hmm. um, live music, really fun, lots of things to do. Um, and again, everywhere you go, like it's extremely tourist friendly. I think that's um, one of the ways that, um, that's a big part of their economy. Yeah, of course. Is, is tourism. Yeah. Um, so it's extremely tourist friendly. Um, it, you know, from what we saw, very safe. Um, and it is absolutely beautiful if you're looking for again uh, to get away to relax to enjoy yourself um definitely don't count aruba out as it will not disappoint yeah it's i mean it was amazing we so we went um the other the other few nights that we were there we had dinner um at the resort but we would have like a drink or two and then go out venture out across the street and again across the street from our resort there was like a strip of like a bunch of different bars and clubs nightclubs mm-hmm. Um, and all of them were so much fun. So um, much fun. Gusto was the one that we went to the first night, I know. And then we came back again another night. Yep. Um, the first fun. night that we went, I, what was it? It was a Wednesday night. So there was n- nobody really there. But it was, I mean, there was still a good amount of people. It just wasn't packed like it was when we went on Saturday. Right. And what, we went, there was like eight of us though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's so. eight of us. So we kind of made our own fun wherever we went. But they had really good music, um, good bartending. Um, and yeah. it was right, right next to gianni's so we kind of had our eye on gianni's for a future dinner night which ended up being i think saturday we had dinner there right or friday i think it was friday night it was later in the in in our trip yeah um but that first night we went to gusto it was great and then our last night there um we went to gusto again in the beginning of the night after dinner and then we went to south beach which was so much fun um south beach is kind of like an open air bar um, I want to say a hundred yards away from Gusto. Yeah, it's all in the same general area. <laughs> it's all in the same general area. Again, you can walk off the resort and feel totally safe. Um, you know, it, it's very like very touristy. So almost everybody there was a tourist. Obviously, that's not the local spot. Local spots is where you go on the cuckoo canoe. Yep. But um we went to South Beach and it was so much fun. The DJ was awesome. Um, it's outside, the dance floor and the DJ are outside. So we were everybody was dancing outside um it was so loud so crowded it was it was really fun we had so much fun that last yeah, we night did. We yeah, were, we did. yeah definitely uh we were all, we were on that level yes for sure um and then we flew back on sunday and it was so sad um one thing that we learned while we were there that i wanted to bring um to everybody's attention is the customs issue um well, it just takes a long time the, to get through customs well yes because they do um aruba customs and united US, states yeah. customs in Aruba. in Aruba. So that's unusual for those of you who have traveled outside the country. Um, you know that when you come back, you have to go through customs. And at Newark Liberty International Airport, it is a nightmare to go through customs. Yeah. Um, or even Miami. We did that once. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but they had everything all in one. So when you go to the airport on your last day in Aruba, you want to make sure to get there at least two and a half to three hours before your flight because a lot of that time is going to be spent waiting in line at customs. Yep. And it's like so strange and like, 
the, everybody's there, you know, all of the agents there are there to help and they kind of like guide you through, but you're just kind of like, wait, where's my suitcase going? When am I going to get back? How am I, you know, it's yeah. not. Cause you got I feel like we had to move security. it multiple times. Yeah. Right? The suitcases. Yeah. We had to move it. We had to transfer them. Cause there was security yeah. where you hand over your suitcase and then customs where you get your suitcase back, push yeah. it through customs and then you give it back to the airplane yeah. staff. Um, but it was just kind of like one big winding line throughout the whole airport. Um, but what was nice was we hopped off the plane um, in Newark and we just went home. It wasn't, you didn't have to go through customs there, which was kind of nice, especially at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, no, that was the only thing that was good about it. And it wasn't bad either. Like when we no. got, when we finally got up to the, um, the customs agent, it was quick. Uh, it was quick. They took a picture of us. They asked us maybe one or two questions. Right. Uh, you know, obviously checked our, our passports and then like, that was it though. You're done. Yeah. I also think that maybe the line that we were in might've been extra long because people were freaking out and maybe leaving earlier than they would have liked to because of the virus they yeah were worried about their flight getting canceled yeah and it was a sunday so mm -hmm. i think yeah well, yeah that's like a probably know. a major flight to come home on vacation um but that's something that i i wanted to talk about because i know that uh i didn't know that even until we got to the airport somebody said it before we got there i was like oh yeah it was interesting <laughs> yeah for sure so um summary i mean aruba was like we've said time and again it was amazing um we don't go to the caribbean that often um it was the my last first time, time ever going there oh really the caribbean <gasps> yeah really yeah max. hi max god max wants <laughs> to go to the caribbean um i've been to the cayman islands um bermuda bahamas i know bermuda is not really bermuda's mm -hmm. off the coast of north carolina but um i've been to several different um caribbean countries um and the Caribbean side of Mexico as well. Um, and I would say Aruba is hands down my favorite. Well, All of them are beautiful in their own right. But this one, I mean, Aruba was amazing. It was beautiful. Um, Absolutely amazing. And now I understand why people go there every year. <laughs> um, I think we're leaving one thing out too. Um, we didn't get to do this, but I, and I don't remember what it's called. I know a lot of you out there who have actually been to Aruba probably have done this. But it was like a pirate ship. Oh thing. yes, yeah. What was it called? You know, Jolly Roger. Jolly Roger. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know why. I didn't see it. Did you see it? I think maybe once. From I like didn't a distance. see it even go by. But um, everyone was talking about the Jolly Roger. Oh, did you do the Jolly Roger? It's like we did the Cuckoo Nuku, but not the Jolly <laughs> Roger. Um, so that might be one. Um, if you guys do um go to Aruba, uh, please, if you do go do the Jolly Roger, please message us um on yeah on our either through Instagram WJT Podcast on Instagram or WJ podcast at gmail.com let us know um about the jolly i am curious about that oh my god this girl she just jumped up on the table which max she doesn't do frequently but she knows that she can get away with it because she knows we're in the middle of doing something max it's too early to eat max you can't get <laughs> maxine <laughs> she's like don't care she's like now i'm a part of your show um okay yeah so highly recommend um good honeymoon spot i can imagine people going on their honeymoon there oh yeah and that's for that's, sure especially if you're looking for like a uh something that's out of the country not too far away but not too close yeah um different yeah different you're damn well gonna have a good time yeah we have a lot of friends that have honeymoon there and they that and they were some of the people that we talked to before we went and they said it was amazing so we were super pumped about it um i would love to go back to aruba Oh yeah, and I and, I, and I feel like that again. Like that's something you can do within can like do, within yeah. four days, mm -hmm. maybe three. Mm, but yeah. you're not gonna want to only do three. You're gonna want to at least do four. At I'm, least four. Yeah. At least four. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we have we originally before this whole virus thing, we're planning on taking a pretty big trip at the end. <laughs> Julian. 
Sorry, we have three oh, cats and, and two of them are just staring at us right now. Staring. One is actually on the table. One is... And she's being very rude. And the other one is sitting. And now, and she's, now she's near the microphone. Max, say something. You're right by the microphone. <laughs> no? Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, we had a trip at the end of July planned. Um, we were kind of going back and forth about location, about where we wanted to go. But we had settled on Scandinavia um, and northern Germany. Um, we were looking at Bergen, which is in Norway, um, Stockholm, Sweden, um, Denmark. And Hamburg, Germany, which is in the northern part of Germany, full of history, full of World War II history. Um, so we were looking at doing that in the summer. Yeah, no, no. And then um, definitely, uh, like, Germany is amazing. Um, I don't know if I mentioned before, I was stationed there for uh, two, a little over two years when I was in the Army and definitely had an amazing time. Uh, all of Europe is absolutely amazing. Um, but again, I think one of the reasons why, uh, Carly mentioned North Germany is because for some reason I was stationed in Bavaria, so that's South Germany it was kind of in between Nuremberg and Munich. Um, and I, I just, for some reason, again, I was young, I didn't get a chance to go to like Hamburg or Berlin and I regret not going there because, um, I'm a huge history buff, love like World War II history. Um, it definitely just didn't do enough. And one of the things I always tell Carly is I can't believe I was in Europe for over two years and I never went to Normandy. But again, I was also my... That? Also in my early 20s, and uh, a lot of the guys I was hanging out with, you know, um, a lot of my fellow soldiers, um, you know, we were, all, we, were, we were more into partying and wanted to go to places to party rather than sightseeing uh, history. So it's one of the things I do regret. Definitely we're able to go to some things. Uh, I know the base I was stationed at actually at one point in time in World War II was used as a, um, a German training facility, which we actually use it for now, uh, but it was also a small um, concentration camp that was, oh, which is that horrifying. Was, right, right. So there's actually a grave there and everything like that. Um, um, for those, you know, for the like a mass soul. grave. There was a grave. Um, again, like you say grave singular. Yeah, like a like one a mass, mass grave, grave yeah. with names of unfortunately the um, the victims that perished there. Yeah, but um, but no, yeah, like definitely we would love to try a northern Europe trip to get yeah. in Scandinavia. North Germany, Denmark, Sweden. Yeah, and geographically, it's easy to go to hit on Hamburg in Germany with that trip. But that's kind of one that would, you know, you're looking at a 10 to 12 hour flight to get over to one of those cities, depending on which one it is. Um, so that one would have to be like a at least seven to 10 day, at least. I would say in order to hit everywhere we want, we want to hit. 10 days. I would say 10 days yeah. because it gives you enough time because you got to think like you're, if you get from city to city, mm -hmm. you're, you're flying. It's either flights or like trains that flights take or trains. hours. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that was our original plan for the end of July. But now there's no sign of, you know, when this thing, this uh, Corona pandemic is going to slow down. So plus even when it does slow down, like, you yeah. don't know what the restrictions are going to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, so I'm, we, I'm sure they're going to probably keep this. Yeah. F as long as they need to keep it. Until, yeah. Yeah. You know. So we've re we've um, resolved to kind of doing um you know three four five day long weekend trips um and hopefully we'll be able to report back to you guys with different travel blogs for those but right now on our calendars which is super exciting um i'm going to napa valley california in um september the end of september for my future sister-in-law's bachelorette party and i'm so excited for this trip i'm so excited i'm so excited to tell you guys about it i'm so excited to explore Everything from our Airbnb to the things that we have planned, I'm just so amped for it, um, and I can't wait to share it with you guys. So we'll definitely do another episode about Napa. And to that end, obviously, if I'm going on my sister-in-law's 
um, bachelorette, that means Julian is going on my brother's bachelor party, which <laughs> is in. Uh, I believe it is late April mm-hmm. of 2021. And um, we're no, going. No, no, no. They're getting married in April. I'm sorry. April. I meant February. <laughs> late, late February 2021. <laughs> Um, and we're going to, um, we're going to New Orleans actually. I've, mm-hmm. I've never been, I don't, and I don't, I know, uh, Nick, um, uh, my brother-in-law, Carly's brother has not been as well. So we're definitely looking forward to that. And hopefully um, we'll have a lot to talk about for that. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, one of my other best friends is getting married as well. Um, actually the same month that Nick is getting married, um, as my brother-in-law. But, um, I think we're, we're probably going to go to Austin, mm-hmm. uh, Austin, Texas. I've been there before. Um, but I know a lot of um, the guys have not. And again, we'll definitely be reporting back on Austin and the culture of it mm-hmm. and um, just all the, uh, you know, good things that you can do there. Good barbecue, I feel like, right? Yeah, barbecue, um, you know, very progressive uh, city, um, just a beautiful... For Texas. For Texas. <laughs> I like Texas. I, li- I, I don't not like Texas, but... Yeah, Texas is Texas. Texas is Texas yeah. as well. Um, take that, take that however you want it. Mm-hmm. But Austin is uh, again a definitely a great location destination as well. Um, so I know you're looking forward to Napa Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to New Orleans and Austin. Yeah, those are just a handful of our short weekend getaways. Um, in the coming, I would say within the next twelve months, um, we want to definitely expand on that. I would like to do another weekend trip in the summer i have had my eye on iceland because believe it or not the flight to iceland is only five hours um so very similar to aruba that's something we could knock out in like a long weekend so i would love to do that if we do that um we will certainly do an episode on it um and any other trip that we do plan we will definitely let you guys know um as far as these travel blogs go we want to hear back from you guys um let us know what kind of content you want to see in these travel blogs do you want to hear about our tips do you want to hear about what we pack do you want to hear about um you know how we schedule things um if at all um or whether we kind of just play it by ear um we kind of want to know what you want to know about our travel um habits and how we do things um with travel so please let us know wjt podcast on instagram and wjt podcast at gmail.com um and that'll about do it for today guys thanks guys um for listening and just remember we're just talking perfect 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 hosted on dimlywit.com